0: good afternoon and happy holidays to all of our listeners out there we just wanted to let you know that this is our christmas special and we hope you enjoy it and also that next week which is new year's day i believe that's january 1st it's friday we are going to take a week off to enjoy some time with our families and friends and some do some things so we will return on january the 8th live at seven thirty eastern standard on youtube.com slash quest gaming network slash live so see you guys next year to Fallout Off The Record, brought to you by Quest Gaming Network, and sponsored in part by Killer Be Killed, located in Good Neighbor, where everything there is guaranteed to injure, maim, or kill at your discretion. And now, on to our show. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to another fine episode of Fallout Off The Record. I'm your host, Rick McVick, and with us tonight, today, or whenever you're listening, is Shaleen. Hello. All right, and uh, so, yeah, this is a special episode we have. It is actually releasing on, I guess it would be Christmas or the day after, but this is our Christmas special. We had installed the Christmas special mod and a snow mod, but unfortunately, I can't figure out how to trigger it, and I think you have to get through the Christmas special quest before all the lights get hung. So... This will be, uh, just whatever it is. So, uh, our character tonight is a ghoulified Santa Claus, uh, sans Santa suit. Because <laughs> I can't find one. But either way, I'm just going to be running around axe murdering everyone. If anyone has seen the um, Tales from a Crypt episode, Santa's Slay, this is, that that is the inspiration to this. So anyway, but beyond that, um, we have a few, uh, ads for this evening or today <laughs> if you go to <laughs> tweakedaudio.com and enter our code off the record all one word at checkout you'll get 30% off your headphone or earbud purchase there and you also get free shipping so that uh, that again is tweakedaudio.com with our code off the record we are also sponsored by audible.com your number one source for all things books. do you have a do you have a recommendation today shaleen not really, no. Okay. <laughs> so if you go there and uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and sign up for a free trial, you'll get a free audiobook of your choosing. And yeah, so we are. Uh, you can also become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash questgamingnetwork. Um, and you can sign up for any of our reward levels there. Or you can uh, make a one-time donation via PayPal on our website, which is questgamingnetwork.com. Uh, any donation helps, and would we'll earn you an out shout out on the show. Also, probably the most most important way you can help the show is share us on your social media or leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. So yeah, that's that's kind of what you can do to help us out. We always love hearing from you guys. You can also follow us on Twitter. Um, that's at Fallout OTR. So tonight we have some news, some gameplay. Uh, it's our achievement episode. We're gonna go to so, go through some pretty fun achievements. Um, well, Shaleen will, and I will try my best to pay attention. We also have a weapon of the week and some listener emails. So let's go ahead and get into the news and I am going to go ahead and start my slaughter then and see how this works out. So what happened in the week of fallout this week?
1: Well, we had a lot of fun news this week. So, uh, it's like our whole news section is, is our our zany Kotaku news story at the end of the news. (laughs) Before we go really into the news, though, I would just like to say that many, many of our listeners pointed out that you can assign settlers to specific beds. Last week, we read an email discussing uh, how um, the settlers were sleeping in our beds, and it it was annoying. Right. So you can assign those settlers to beds. It's the same mechanic as when you assign them to a job. So thanks for letting us know about that.
0: Yeah. And... I didn't know you could do that actually I thought they just kind of in went there. to their own beds.
1: Me too I thought they just chose and I guess they do if you don't assign them but that is one way to keep their grubby little paws out of your bed.
0: <laughs> that is frustrating.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, <sighs> there's always somebody in my bed in my gas station and I'm just too lazy to go through and assign them all to their own bed so that's going to continue to happen.
0: So you use the gas station still?
1: Yeah I'm still in the gas station. I'm uh, really, you know, my time is limited, and I'm really trying to get through some of the quests. So I haven't taken the time to really build out any of the other settlements. Gotcha. Um, yeah.
0: I, uh, yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> About gameplay.
1: So shall we carry on with the news?
0: Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to distract you.
1: <laughs> no problem. Fallout Shelter is on the NVIDIA Shield, and if you play it on there, you can get five free lunch boxes. So that's very cool. Nice. Anybody out there that's got a shield can get some lunch, lunch boxes. Enjoy your lunch boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Next, go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say, like, I'm not quite familiar with the shield. Is that like a handheld thing? I thought it was an extension of like your computer.
1: I believe it's a tablet. Okay. Or I I think it's a tablet. I don't know what an Nvidia shield is, Rick. I think it's a tablet, but I'm not sure.
0: Alright. Woo.
1: So, the next story comes from Tech Insider. A Russian guy has sued Bethesda for losing his job and wife due to Fallout 4. (laughs) Which is absurd. He's a 28-year-old from Krasnoyarsk? Krasnoyarsk, Russia, I don't know how to pronounce that town. He's suing for 500, Bethesda for 500,000 rubles, which is roughly 7,000 American dollars, for failing to warn uh, players that the game could become so addictive. What? He skipped, <laughs> he skipped work, um, often enough that he was terminated from his job. <laughs> and he did not eat, sleep, or socialize, resulting in his wife leaving him. Ugh. So this is also kind of a tragic story. As ridiculous as it is, it's also kind of a tragic story of uh, about impulse control, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we all love Fallout, and I have been neglecting some of my responsibilities to play Fallout this week. But you have to put your priorities in order.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know when I got Fallout, I made it completely clear that with with my wife that it's Fallout first, family second. So. (laughs) As to avoid any of those kinds of situations.
1: Good thinking. Good thinking. I try.
0: I try. Yeah.
1: Well, our next story is about um, I believe I got this from GameSpot. I forgot to note the uh, source for this one. (laughs) Somebody built a Lego fat man.
0: Oh, I did see bits of this.
1: It was Zotzy Nombies on YouTube. Nice. You can see it on his channel. It shoots a Lego Zeppelin instead oh. of a, a <laughs> mini-nuke. <laughs> so he used over 2,500 bricks. The thing weighs more than 10 pounds, and it's more than 4 feet long. That's crazy. It's pretty awesome. You guys should check this out if you haven't seen it. It's
0: that's very pretty, cool. That's very awesome. I didn't know it could actually launch. Uh, I didn't know it could actually launch a, a zeppelin,
1: yeah, or anything
0: in that ma- for that matter.
1: Pretty fantastic.
0: Um,
1: it's actually functional.
0: That's so cool. I know for a while there was a rash of YouTube videos of um, people making Lego weapons that fired either like rubber bands or actually firing like little Lego projectiles, and they had like clips yeah. and all that stuff.
1: My favorite ones were the ones that shot Lego bricks.
0: Yeah, I those were really that was cool.
1: It's much more fun.
0: Yeah, those were really awesome.
1: So our next article came from Kotaku. Do you play? You play a lot of Fallout Four, right, Rick?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: So you just you know that's something you do a lot. You sit in your house, play some Fallout. Do you feel pretty safe when you're doing that usually?
0: Um, yes. At this point, I do.
1: Me too. I I sit down in my chair to play Fallout. I feel really relaxed really safe, like nothing can can get me. I'm just gonna, you know, get absorbed in the wasteland. But apparently we're not as safe as we think we are.
0: Uh-huh. Because
1: somebody was hit by a car while playing Fallout 4 on their couch. What? The gentleman's name is Ben Rose, and he was just chilling in his apartment playing Fallout 4. And a Hyundai Sonata crashed through his wall and hit him. Goodness. Right. The driver was uninsured and hit the accelerator instead of the brakes and just drove right into this guy's house and hit him while he was in his chair. He has fractured vertebra and a sliced Achilles tendon. So he does have some serious injuries, but he is okay. I think he said that the chair, the position of the chair protected him from... Worse injuries for this guy, man.
0: Jeez, is there any like is I don't know. Is there any way like that sucks? I hope he gets yeah, better. if you'd
1: like to help him out because this this person was uninsured that hit him, there is a GoFundMe set up.
0: That's what I was about to ask. That's cool.
1: So if you'd like to donate, I I didn't write down the exact URL, but you can just go to GoFundMe and look for guy hit by a car while <laughs> playing Fallout 4.
0: That just sounds weird. Um, real quick, for those of you watching, I think this guy is in a bit of uh, denial here in front of <laughs> me because I have just been running around slaughtering everyone in the Tops Casino, and there oh, uh, no. their bodies laying around him, and he's just sit- he's just dealing cards by himself. See if
1: he'll let you play blackjack.
0: No, I'm dead. I'm <laughs> killing him. Uh, chopping his body up. So now that I've done slaughtered the Tops Casino, I'm going to move out to the Strip. Which I don't know if I'll survive that because those protect. Okay, so I got yelled at for saying the, that word r- wrong. Uh, securitrons? Yeah, Securitrons. Protectrons. P- protectrons. What did I call it? I think Protectortrons. Whatever.
1: But they are Securitrons
0: here. These are different than, than Protectrons. Right. Hey, you there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a message for you. <laughs> it's from Ambassador Crocker. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's also living in denial. Oh well,
0: no! This is funny. I forgot how hard these guys were. Nah, I don't. Bring think up gonna... my. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue with the news.
1: We had one Ooh. final item. So I guess a lot of people like Star Wars, huh?
0: It would be a thing.
1: Yeah. There's uh, apparently. A new a movie or something about wars in the stars, <laughs> and I don't know if you're into this kind of nerdy stuff, then you can download a lightsaber mod. It's called Lightsaber Renew by Invalid fake
0: That's awesome. And it gives
1: you lightsabers in multiple colors and with sound effects. <laughs> like, blah blah, you know, <laughs> that's the ones. Yeah, Very it's
0: cool. awesome. Sound effects. I am gonna love that if I if I ever downloaded it. Nah. Awesome. You can check that out for Fallout 4, a
1: lightsaber mod. That's awesome. Make your own wars of the stars.
0: I believe somebody at some point did a. Uh, I think it, I can't remember if it was Fallout 3 or New Vegas, where they made a bunch of people f- like Jedi. Oh no 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 no, it was Skyrim, where they they made a lightsaber mod and they uh, made a bunch of people fight each other, like like Siths versus versus like Jedi or something. It was pretty funny. So now you can do that in Fallout 4. People are just walking around, and I have a bloody axe.
1: Oblivious.
0: And they're just like, tra la la. And my axe is covered in blood.
1: Not even trying to run. Oh, Oh, you cut off her legs. I did. Just like,
0: and the head. That was
1: unnecessary. (laughs) It's just body parts all over the strip.
0: But again, uh, psycho. (laughs) Yeah. None of this is necessary. (laughs) <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> so. So yeah. Yeah. Aww.
1: Do you want to talk about your gameplay for the
0: week? I do. That's all the
1: news I had. So carry on.
0: Okay. So this week I was playing a lot of Fallout 4, and um, I beat the game with my main character that I've been talking about and, and using and that sort of thing. Ooh. Yeah, I did beat the game, and uh, I have subsequently started a brand new character because I feel very very dirty with with how the game ended and like I'll be walking around and I'll hear different NPCs comment on my actions and I'll hear things on the radio about my actions and um, I just couldn't live with it I, I even found a full suit of uh, XO one uh, yeah of XO one power armor I found a full suit and I started a new game because I just couldn't live with that character. Wow. So I started a new character. Ah, I missed him. So I started a new character that um, he's just basically like I did a sneak snipe kind of thing. But this guy, I'm going to focus more on his military background. So he'll be more of like a rifleman entry, infantryman kind of thing. You know, order stalwart minute men kind of kind of a thing. And That's uh, neat. yeah, so he's gonna be more militaristic and I already know like what factions I'm gonna be for and which ones I'm gonna be against and stuff like that and I'm kind of playing in that realm and I'm having a lot m- more fun starting over for a second time because it's not a lot of guesswork this time. I don't know. I always feel mm-hmm. like my second playthroughs are better so with I him identify with that yeah so with him. What I've done is, since I got, since I started on the press copy of Fallout 4, I lost all the opening achievements. I lost all the beginning achievements for whatever I've done.
1: So frustrating.
0: And um, <laughs> and so basically, I've been able to like get those achievements back, which has been nice. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And what have I done so far? Well, I've done the Preston ing- at least. I have gotten Preston Garvey and the survivors of Quincy out of that predicament they were in in Concord, and they are now in oh Sanctuary. And I've just been kind of exploring and trying to figure out what difficulty I want to play this game on. I put it on survival and I was getting one hit killed by an attack dog from a raider camp. And uh, it was kind of frustrating, so I backed it down to hard, and I think I'll keep upping the difficulty as I go along in the game. But these people really are not afraid of me, and this is kind of frustrating. I'm now in the ultralux, just
1: Aww, melee heck. killing
0: everyone. Um, but um, So I've just been kind of starting over in the game and rebuilding my character's reputation and kind of just focusing on a few a few of the uh, factions instead of all of them like I did last time. Because I didn't know what was going to happen at the end and all that stuff. So uh, I didn't really do anything of note other than beat the game, and we will talk about that in a spoiler cast. So uh,
1: Hopefully soon. I need to play more.
0: Yeah, so I won't talk about what I did and, and all that sort of thing. Um, but that was basically it, just finishing the game and starting over, being completely depressed with my character. <laughs>
1: That makes me pretty nervous to to finish the game. Well, so
0: that's it for you? That is it for me. I didn't re- Like okay. I said, I've just been spending time starting over and nothing really... I mean, I made it to Diamond City and I just haven't done anything. I've just been starting to set up again, if that makes sense.
1: I understand. I put yeah.
0: a wall and a walkway around Sanctuary to kind of make it a little bit more fortified, like a Minuteman fort kind of thing. Um... Man, these people. Why are they not afraid of me? I don't know. This is it's weird. Odd. They're just sitting there. It doesn't make slaughtering fun when you can just kill everyone. Maybe you should go do a quest. Ugh. Come here. They're oh. just fleeing in terror because he's at
1: least hostile, but he's fleeing in terror.
0: He's hobbling away from me as I chase him down with an axe.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're just those people were just having dinner, Rick. <laughs>
0: Maybe they a think nice a
1: nice romantic dinner.
0: You know what it is? It's um in the movie The Patriot when uh, the pa- when the uh, gorillas blow up the <laughs> hello whack. Um, when the Patriots blow up the one ship, there's that one lady who goes oh fireworks, and I think that's what this kind of mentality is. They're like oh look dinner theater, wow, and I'm just killing everyone. So yeah, sorry. Maybe
1: you should go to somewhere with like. Automatically hostile mobs. You That's know, what I'm like gonna do. Super mutants or something no like fun. that. Cause it's just uh Yeah, it's just kinda weird that you're just killing these innocent people that are not even fighting back. <laughs> running away or
0: it's like they've been so jaded by the wasteland, they're like, Oh, and <laughs> it was gonna happen sooner or later. I knew my
1: number would be up someday.
0: Yeah, might as well get an extra round <laughs> like this person sitting here at this bar, Oh, bartender, give me a drink. Oh, bartender's dead. Blah.
1: (laughs) You should have left her alive to tell the story.
0: Oh, there's still people alive in this casino. Oh, my
1: goodness. (laughs) I'll
0: just go. Oh, I'll go to Camp McCarran.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. They should fight you in Camp McCarran.
0: I should heal up. So, sorry for my boring gameplay. What have you done?
1: I've been playing Fallout 4. um, This is one of those weeks where I've been playing Fallout 4 in a way. That is causing me to neglect my actual life responsibilities and stuff. <laughs> so I had, to, I was like, yeah, it was, it was bad this week. I I played a lot of Fallout, and uh, I, I, we've all fallen into this, this habit. I think if you're a serious enough player that you're listening to a Fallout podcast, you've probably been in in that mood. And uh, I did a lot of disjointed things. I've just been knocking out quests, trying to push forward. Through the storyline, um, this podcast has really changed the way that I'm playing my first playthrough of this game, because uh, typically I would do a lot of exploring and just wandering around, and I've I've felt very uh, very much obligated to get through it faster than I normally would. Huh. Anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Cabot House.
0: Yeah, you were. Yeah,
1: I did those quest lines. The uh, what were those quests called? Do you recall?
0: Oh, no, I don't, but I know exactly which ones you're talking about. Um, I don't either. But they they're were... the
1: quests of the Cabot House.
0: Yes. I you can pick
1: called. them up from a ghoul named Edward, whom I met at... Uh... Dang it, Bunker Hill. Bunker Hill is the place where I met Edward the ghoul and God. received these
0: quests. I couldn't remember where I met him.
1: I think there are several places where you can meet him, but uh, I met him at Bunker Hill. Gotcha. And I went ahead and did
0: these. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a swing to kill him, and he's like, hey, so, by the way, so Are you new
1: here? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. That's really funny. Hey. But I did those quest lines. They were very fun and uh, sort of uh, had a kind of a supernatural bent. It was very neat. Yeah. And... Uh, but I, I don't really want to talk about the quests. I want to talk about the Cabot House itself.
0: Oh goodness, I know it's where this is going.
1: A bastion of cleanliness <laughs> and order <laughs> in the wasteland. I love it so much, <laughs> and I want to live there. I you want know, to move into the Cabot House.
0: I think when you were saying how you were upset that there isn't like a prefab place you can just buy, I think you mentioned that. I think you mentioned the Cabot House and right, how you is wished you could.
1: Perfect example of the house I would like to live in in Fallout Um, and in real life. I would move into the Cabot house in real life. It's a lovely place. (laughs) The floors are clean. All the things are new. And uh, here's a pro tip. If you finish the Cabot quests and end it as friends with the Cabots, then all the stuff in there is free to take. So you can have all the pre-war stuff. That's pretty rad. yeah, so I'm going to eventually, when I get done with the the main story and have more time for settlement building, I'm going to build my lovely home. And no, you killed Rex.
0: Hey, he attacked me. You Again. monster. Again, psycho. Do I need Poor to repeat puppy. myself? Do I need to repeat he myself? was
1: such a good boy.
0: Do I need to? Re- you know, Captain Dumoc is going to like start yelling at me now.
1: Yeah, you're in trouble now. Killing I know. a kitty and a dog.
0: Oh, we had to bring up the cat again.
1: We did. But the Cabot house is lovely. It's got a library. It's got all these historical artifacts in cases, display cases. It's lovely, and I would like to live in a house like that. <laughs> so at the very least, I'm going to build a garbage house out of garbage. <laughs> and I'm going to at least decorate it with lovely things. I have a chest that I'm filling with uh, unrusted buckets and you know, <laughs> an undamaged pre war flags and stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow.
1: So hopefully I'll be able to do that eventually. But I love the Cabot House.
0: Um Yeah, I uh I think I also talked about when I had done those quests, I think I had mentioned that the game just felt more supernaturally because of that quest specifically.
1: Yeah, I so. see where you were going with that.
0: Yeah. But yeah, let's not. We'll we'll talk about those quests in the spoiler cast, just in case anyone. I don't know. They're fun. I keep expecting the. I'm playing New Vegas. Oh, I don't even think I mentioned that. For those of you listening, I'm playing New oh, Vegas yeah. right now, <laughs> not Fallout 4. And I keep expecting. I guess that. they
1: picked it up by us talking about the strip and. That's true.
0: But I keep expecting like that little pop up to come up. Um,
1: Codsworth didn't like that.
0: No. Well, no. Uh, like the inventory pop up
1: oh i see
0: and uh i keep hitting the wrong the wrong buttons man these throwing spears are freaking rad when people are running away because they're faster than me Mm -hmm. um okay so i may have killed rex i may have killed a cat in the episode but i'm not gonna be swinging any children well that's good
1: there's it's good to see that you have some standards here
0: (laughs) i mean after all he is a quasi santa
1: oh yeah so he he loves children and wants to give them gifts
0: (laughs) Here's your mother's head.
1: I don't even know what to do with that.
0: (laughs) I just saw it laying around, so I figured I'd give it to you.
1: Merry Christmas, kid. (laughs) I wanted to talk about Preston Garvey. I really wanted to like Preston Garvey. Before the game came out, I just thought, I'm going to really like this guy. He's cool looking. He's you know this cool guy. I like the idea of them revitalizing the Minutemen of historical note, and uh, and he's got one of the best hats in the game. Very cool guy. But in practice, now that we're playing the game, I don't like him very much. He's kind of boring, and uh, he's kind of, he's that guy that. You know him, maybe you work with him, or maybe you went to high school with him, but then you see him in the world and out of context, and he wants to come talk to you, and you're like trying to hide, you know, like, oh gosh, did he see me? And Preston Garvey is that guy. I go back to my gas station, and Preston turns around from the radishes that he's, you know, pruning or whatever, and I'm like stepping behind Paladin Dance, like, did he see me? (laughs) hey Kate pretend we're talking <laughs> because he comes up and he always has a quest every time yes. you see him he's never like hey general how you do it no it's always general there's people here they need your help <laughs> they need you right now and then he gives you these quests and if you don't go pretty soon those quests fail
0: yeah they do <laughs> it is frustrating. And
1: I don't like it. I I have other things that I want to do, you know, and it's not fun to spend all your time doing these Minutemen Radiant quests. <laughs> so I try to avoid him when I see him.
0: Wow. <laughs> Poor you, I, I do I do feel the same way. He is uh he is kind of annoying with that quest. And I also in the first playthrough I couldn't use him as a companion anymore for some reason. That's weird. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I sorry,
1: I took I took a break to drink coffee. Oh, oh,
0: sorry, I didn't know. Um, what and for those of you watching, uh, I, and I've never tried this before. I've made my character a cannibal, so I'm just munching on everyone that I'm killing.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's kind of weird. He's, I wish blood, because he's got a very big white beard and uh, white hair. I kind of wish it got blood stained with the. uh The Slaughter. Let's go kill the Crimson Caravan Company. Anyway, what else did you do this week in the gameplay?
1: Okay, I solved Nick Valentine's Outstanding Cases. Oh. And that was pretty neat. Um, There was one called The Gilded Grasshopper. Oh. Where you actually pick up, you're looking for his old partner who has a, a super noir detective guy name like Morty or something.
0: I think it's Eddie Winters, isn't it?
1: No, Eddie Winters was the other quest. Okay, uh, the Gilded Grasshopper. You're looking for like M- Morty, whatever Marty, and um, you go to um, I forget the name of the building. It's this building full of super mutants, and you clear it out, and you find a gilded grasshopper, <laughs> an actual gilded grasshopper. <laughs> And I love this kind of thing because I like having trophies in Bethesda games and that there hasn't been so much of that in Fallout 4 as there was in Skyrim and uh, even you know some of the previous Fallout games. And so I, I have this gilded grasshopper that now I can put in my house and display it on a shelf. <laughs> and I like that very much. But it's a fun quest to do, and you guys should definitely do that. You can start these quests by going to Nick Valentine's office after he's a recruitable companion, and you can find these files just sitting on the desk, getting under the bed, Uh, and (laughs) Rick's game has crashed.
0: Forgot about this.
1: Yeah. Oh, joy. (laughs) The joy of of crashing music. So, you can start those quests by picking up those folders in Nick's office. And the other quest was to locate a missing guy, and uh, you know what, Eddie Winters is a whole different quest, because the missing guy was not Eddie Winters. So uh, that was also fun to do, you got to question some people, and I liked doing those quests. I did Paladin Dance and the Lost Patrol, um, I guess. The Lost Patrol quest doesn't actually relate directly to Paladin Dance, but I had I took him with me because mm-hmm. I try to always keep a related companion, you know, an appropriate companion with me cool. when I'm doing quests. So I I found all of these Lost Brotherhood of Steel guys, and the quest culminates in finding the Paladin that was leading them, and he is still alive, Paladin Brandis. And Paladin Brandis has been living on his own, in fear, in the Commonwealth, with the knowledge that his squad is likely all dead. And you find him and talk to him, and you can actually, if you have high enough charisma, you can convince him to come back to the Prydwen and rejoin the Brotherhood of Steel. How did you handle that? Were you able to convince him to come back?
0: No, he basically just stayed where he was, mm-hmm. and the uh, I forget who I think Elder Maxen or whomever was like that's unfortunate, but blah blah blah. Um, so they yeah. just kind of left him alone. But that's that's what I did. he just kind of stayed where he was.
1: Well, he's very he's very unstable when you find him there. He's yeah. he's rather unhinged. But I put on my sparkly dress and my charisma hat. <laughs> <laughs> Used my charms to convince him to come home to the Brotherhood. Because I, I do so love the idea of the Brotherhood of Steel, even though I think I'm not going to end up siding with them. I do so love the idea of it. And uh, I convinced him to return, and I had gone back to the Pridwin for something else. And this dapper looking elderly gentleman stops me, and he's like, you know, oh, you know, good to see you again. And I'm like, who is this silver fox? I've never seen him before. And he's like, oh, charming. He's like, hey, you know, how, how have you been? And and it was Paladin Brandis. He had cleaned up, gotten a haircut, um, and he gave me a, a unique weapon, a laser rifle with some special abilities. So that was pretty neat. And he's still adjusting. It's going to take time to adjust to being back as part of the Brotherhood, but... I'm really glad that I convinced him to return. That was really cool.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't get that get that with him. But uh, for those of you who are curious what I did about the Brotherhood of Steel, uh, just look at my Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say.
1: So it, it was time for me to go to the Glowing Sea. And I'm not going to talk about the quest here. We'll talk about that in the spoiler cast. Cool. But before I went into the Glowing Sea, I realized it had been a while since I'd been scared of anything, so I raised my difficulty up too hard. And I put on my radiation suit and went into the Glowing Sea. I put Piper, I had Piper with me, I put her in a radiation suit. (laughs) I don't know if the companions need a radiation suit, but hey. I, I enjoyed doing that. We were in matching radiation suits. We they, walked to the glowing sea.
0: I was gonna say they comment on not. Ha- uh, they comment on getting rads. Mm-hmm. So.
1: And I'm in love with the glowing sea. It's my favorite place in. It, it may be my favorite setting in all of Fallout. It's huh. this harsh, horrible place, but it's also beautiful, and also terrifying. And there are so many creatures there and surprises, and I kind of flipped out when I opened my pit boy and realized that I was past the edge of the
0: map. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And there were—I hadn't even reached the quest location, and I was past the edge of the map. I just, oh, I love the glowing sea. I feel like I should just build a camp out there and just map it. I love it so much. It's really neat. So I plan to spend a lot of time in the Glowing Sea after I finish some more quests.
0: Awesome. Yeah, the Glowing Sea is really interesting. I love it. And you can't go there unprepared. prepared.
1: Um, I went to Automatoys HQ. You talked about that a week or two ago. I did, yeah. And that was a really neat story. I guess we don't need to talk about that because we already did.
0: Did you ever find the factory?
1: I haven't. I was going to ask you that. That's why I had that in the notes. I was going to ask you if you had gone to the factory.
0: No, I have not. The the side? Yeah, I haven't done it. Again, that was with a character who I shan't speak his name.
1: Yes, he who must not be named. (laughs) Yep. I went to the Super Duper Mart as part of a Radiant Quest for the Brotherhood of Steel. Hmm and I killed, there was a behemoth in the parking lot outside the Super Duper Mart. Really? A super mutant behemoth just walking around doing some shopping, presumably. (laughs) He needed some cram or some crispy squirrel bits. And he was just going shopping. He had a shopping cart strapped to his back. (laughs) And I killed him in seconds. I was just wearing my silver shroud armor. I was was like level 34 or something. Silver shroud armor. not too special of weaponry, I think I had a a combat rifle that I was using, I killed him really fast. I took no damage, I took no drugs, I was wearing no power armor. So I raised my difficulty again, up to very hard. Because I thought, that's that's not right. Wow, you know,
0: that's insane.
1: Behemoth should be a threat.
0: Yeah, a little one. <laughs>
1: And I have like 220 stim packs. I wasn't even using them. I haven't used stim packs in a long time. Wow. And so I raised my difficulty up to very hard. And I am finding that that is a much better challenge level. I die sometimes now. And I hadn't died much before. So I'm much happier with that difficulty level. And I, in the beginning, in the early levels, I felt like the game was kind of hard mm-hmm. but you know stuff was scary death claws were scary but after you level up a little bit you really need to raise those difficulty levels or I did anyway um, I don't think I'm ready for survival difficulty because of the <clears throat> slow feeling but we'll see how that goes
0: yeah yeah I would I mean I would agree wholeheartedly that you're it's much more difficult in the beginning levels. I mean, I think when we were doing Alto Flu's Let's Play, I think that was why we were having so much trouble doing anything with him was because it's just very difficult then. Right. And um, poor Doc Mitchell. I'm in Good Springs, just murdering everyone I now. I can't
1: believe you killed Doc Mitchell.
0: Uh, what, what do you mean you can't believe He took
1: it? the bullet out of your brain.
0: Yeah, but I took the bullet. You see the difference there?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> um. But but yeah, I think, I think you're right about that. That it is very, very difficult in the beginning levels. Now, because when I put it up to survival with my new character playthrough, I, I can't tell you how many times I accidentally stumbled upon a pack of ghouls and I just had to run away. Because mm-hmm. they were like zombies running at me. And I was like, crap, gotta go.
1: Yeah, I feel like sometimes you should have to run away. Or else it's not fun. You mm-hmm. know, it's, video games to me are not fun if there's no fear of death.
0: You're right. So. You're absolutely right
1: anyway i did some railroad missions and there were options to speak covertly (laughs) and i always chose that and it was so funny Um, (laughs) that's the kind of thing i'm looking for in terms of special dialogue options and we've talked about that before how i'm i'm been disappointed with the dialogue options in fallout Mm four and this was something i really enjoyed going on these railroad missions and and speaking in a cloak and dagger way R.I.P. Easy Pete. R.I.P. Yep. So (laughs) I've been assigned a capture point in the world by both the Minutemen and the Railroad. (laughs) They both want me to secure the same place for them. And I'm wondering what's going to happen here. Did this happen to you ever? Did you encounter this?
0: Yes. Uh, Do you want to know what happens? Yes. From what I can remember, basically... It just accomplishes for both.
1: Okay, so they can both control this point. Like, they can both use it as a base.
0: Yeah, because... Yes, because there was one place... and it is the place that you're talking about on the far eastern shore?
1: I don't know where it is. I haven't been there. But it starts okay. with the Z.
0: Yes. So that's the exact place that I had that same thing happen at. Because okay. one is part of the main quest line and the other one's a Radiant. Interesting. Well, I believe I, uh, I believe it's part of the main quest line, um, depending on where you at with the main story. And at the if
1: point where I am, I, I met the gentleman in the glowing sea. Then and uh, then yes, I have not gone to the place he told me to go to keep it non spoilery.
0: Oh, so you didn't do that yet? Okay. Um, so well, in that case, maybe it's not, but it will be a part of. The main, if it's the same place I'm thinking of, but
1: right now I'm pushing forward with faction quests. I'm still playing all of the factions.
0: Okay, I'll forgive Uh, you.
1: I think I'm gonna go to the place where glowing sea guy told me to go next Mm. time I play.
0: That's fun, by the way.
1: So I returned to Sully's quarry. Sully Mathis, do you remember him? Oh yeah, early game. I had cleared out his quarry and and you know, helped him turn on his pumps and stuff. And I had a radiant quest that took me to a place near there, so I fast traveled to the quarry as just a starting place to walk to the quest where I was going. Yeah. And have you returned to Sully's quarry after draining it?
0: Yeah, we talked about this. I had the weird glitch where the uh cement it it looked like it wasn't rendered. And then when it, you know, when you walk through the unrendered parts, there was like rendered elements like the walkways and stuff in these weird blocks Um remember, remember oh, I was talking about that okay. yeah mine was I mine was way glitched really out
1: that. well mine was not glitched out and the place was drained and it was full of raiders Yeah, and I thought this is crazy you know what happened to Sully so I killed all these raiders and I'm going down going down into the quarry deep into the quarry and at the bottom there's Sully and he's hostile and he says, "Why can't you just leave me alone?" <laughs> and of course I had to kill him. Yeah, and they have Meyer Lurks in pens. Mm-hmm. Like they're raising Meyer Lurks. I thought that was very strange.
0: Well, they're just capturing them for food or something.
1: Well, I just thought I just thought it was odd that they would be automatically hostile to me when I showed up there, you know, because I, I helped them set this up.
0: Sure, but did you read the terminals and stuff? like he was a raider.
1: Was he a raider?
0: I believe so, yeah.
1: I guess I missed that. Mm. Anyway, that was pretty interesting, I thought. <laughs> I did some Minutemen quests. We'll talk about them in the spoiler cast, I guess. And I got a new hat and a new outfit.
0: I know what you're talking about, yeah.
1: Ergo, I forgive you, Preston Garvey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good setup.
1: It's totally my favorite outfit. It's not as protective as the Silver Shroud outfit, but I have been wearing it because I like it so well. Nice. And I look really nice in my new outfit and hat. And um, I guess that's it for my gameplay. Uh, that went kind of long, I'm sorry.
0: No, 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 Stop. Um, Stop. People love your gameplay stories. And I just took Psycho. Whoa, throwing stuff.
1: It's appropriate that you took psycho since you are a psycho
0: yes very much so and I figured well I haven't been finding as much drugs as as uh well then again I haven't really been searching people for stuff so maybe that's mm-hmm. why I haven't been finding drugs but I was planning on like I took chem resistant as a perk in this game why mm-hmm. are you just standing there not attacking me I took chem resistant in this in this one to uh for that reason because I was gonna like take drugs out the wazoo kind of like mm-hmm. you how yeah. you just how you just do all the drugs, all the drugs um, but yeah I, I I'm pretty I haven't checked out that outfit yet, but at a certain point, you can upgrade normal clothing to an extent, not normal clothing. yeah, I
1: heard about that. I've been trying to uh raise my perk so that I can reach that because I would really like to see if I can armor like a dress or the greaser outfit.
0: Yeah, I, I believe it's part of a faction quest line that unlocks that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it applies for every faction, per se, but I know it applies for one of the... Is
1: it a spoiler to talk about that oh, just a little bit? What do you say, mean? Well, I think it is the... Uh, I don't think this is a spoiler. It's the railroad. Yeah, You that's... talk to Pam. You continue talking to Pam. Yes. And eventually... You yeah. get the ability to armor
0: things. Yep, I don't think that's a spoiler. Um, I don't either.
1: And anyway, we're we're getting close to the point where where we can talk about spoilers. I think.
0: Well, those kind. Anyway. I still want to lay off like main quest story spoilers. Main, yeah, yeah. Ooh. keep those in our. Sorry. Anyway, do you want to talk about achievements? Let's talk about achievements. We, you know, Chellene is an achievement junkie, much like a drug junkie. Well, digitally. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to let you live that down. I just think it's, it's funny. It's kind of that you-
1: sad that um, when people think of fallout drugs, they think of me.
0: <laughs> it's okay. When people think of, like, people being crazy and psycho, they... Murder of innocence. They think of me. <laughs> so, we have reputations of a murderer and a junkie. We have established Woo-hoo! ourselves with a very good reputation. Um, yeah, so I figured... You know, we should cover some non-basic achievements, as in achievements that are not unlocked by just Just simply doing the story. Right. Now, I don't know, because Shilene, you wrote these notes. Are we focusing solely on Fallout 4 or are we doing other Fallout Yeah, I
1: wrote these all about Fallout 4. Okay. We can do some other Fallouts in the future if people would like us to.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll probably do some classic episodes and stuff going back to, you know, Fallout, New Vegas and 3 and stuff. Uh, We still have to cover Van Buren, too.
1: Yeah, we haven't done any oh, man. any coverage of that. Tis disc, disc. Well,
0: how are you? How's your achievement progression going? I believe I've got thirty six or thirty seven out of fifty.
1: I have got on my main character five hundred and forty out of a thousand gamer score. Twenty nine out of the fifty achievements. Nice. Uh, and I haven't been really working toward achievements yet. I finish for the story. And then I focus on the achievement grind. So Uh, this is just without putting any thought toward achievements. Yeah. So do you want to just kind of go through this now? Um,
0: Yeah, let's do that. Because even though, like I said, I have 36 out of 50 and that, that again, is without grinding. I have no idea what they're for. (laughs) Right. Because I just see it pop up and I'm like, oh, look, another achievement. So, yeah, this will be kind of new for me because I'm not familiar with these achievements nor how to get them. So, yeah. Well,
1: just to begin with, before we go into specific achievements, here's some notes on the achievements.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, in terms of missable achievements, a handful of the story achievements are missable depending on the decisions you make. Mm. You can, of course, reload old saves to make those different decisions. So it's a good idea always to have several different save points that mm-hmm. you can return to. Um, or you can just do multiple playthroughs, which is what I usually do in Fallout because, you know, I love it so much.
0: Yeah. And um, especially when you screw up the story like I did, you could just refresh it.
1: I haven't finished the story yet, um, as you've probably noticed from my gameplay discussion. It's taking me a long time. <laughs> <laughs> But I went to one of my favorite achievement resources, xboxachievements.com. They <laughs> recommend the quest, the molecular level, as the save point so to return to mm. to get those mystical okay. story achievements. So the molecular level. So that's a pretty good non-spoilery way to know where, um, yeah. where to make a save file.
0: Where to hang your multi-dimensional hat.
1: And uh, speaking of hats, <laughs> when you make this save, <laughs>
0: Oh, I said the you H could, word.
1: Uh, you could wear like a goofy hat or look at something distinctive when you make this save. And, you know, uh, just like click into a third person and be wearing silly clothes or, or naked or something. <laughs> and that because, you know, it doesn't really let you name your saves. Does it let you on the PC? It doesn't let you on the Xbox?
0: No, you can't. That is kind of frustrating.
1: So that's a way to sort of mark that this is the save file. Just look at something distinctive or wear a silly outfit and click into third person before you save so that your little picture is something notable.
0: Yeah, that is very good advice.
1: Difficulty does not affect achievements in Fallout. You can get all these achievements on Easy Difficulty if you are, say, a new Fallout player or just somebody who does not find enjoyment in uh, being scared to die all the time. Because that's (laughs) a totally valid thing. Um,
0: Yeah, especially in that game.
1: there are several games that I'll play through on easy just because I don't enjoy the terror of death like I played through dead space I think on easy
0: I was actually going to assume that was going to be one of them
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I had such a hard
0: this is not the time to talk about dead space
1: (laughs) I could have that conversation so many
0: times Uh, (laughs) uh, so
1: differences from previous fallout achievement lists there's no karma achievements because there is no karma yay yeah there aren't really any collect a thon achievements. Collect-a-thon? There are some.
0: Oh, you know, where gotcha. You have to collect
1: 200 Assassin's Creed flags or. <laughs> you know. I never uh, found an
0: Assassin's Creed flag in Fallout. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: <laughs> but there's no collect all of these except for the bobbleheads, and there's only 20 of those. There are like 200 magazines in the game, but you only have to get 20 for the magazine achievement. Ah. Uh. So that's I, nice.
0: I definitely did get that one then.
1: Fallout 3 had a lot of side quest achievements, and it seems like these quest achievements in Fallout 4 are mostly main story or faction related. Um, It's not as grindy or as difficult as the New Vegas achievement list. That New Vegas <laughs> achievement list is a bear.
0: Yeah, I remember you, we, we talked about that before. A
1: two-headed irradiated bear. And... There is no achievement for speech challenge successes, which is different from the previous two hmm. um, modern fallouts. Yeah, you know? that
0: is that's is strange. Did, so that's... Go ahead. No, I was going to ask, do they have the uh, reverse pickpocket achievement?
1: Yes, they do. Good. They
0: do. I haven't done Let's that Let's go
1: yet. into that achievement list now.
0: Okay, because I'm curious to see what they have and what they don't have.
1: So I, I didn't include in this list the story achievements, but there are some achievements for joining the different factions. The Minutemen, the first step, is the achievement for that. Simper Invicta is the achievement for joining the Brotherhood of Steel. Trade Craft is the achievement for joining the Railroad. And there's an achievement called Community Organizer. You get yeah. that by allying with three different settlements. And basically this is any three settlements. It comes pretty quickly if you're doing the Minutemen quests. And okay. you don't get this just from using work finches. You need to like, convince people <laughs> to come over and join the minute. Oh, basically. okay.
0: Do Got them you. a
1: favor and convince them to join the
0: minute. Gotcha. I, I think I've gotten that one at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: That gunfire was just crazy in there.
0: Uh, that wasn't gunfire. That was him rattling on the ground. Oh, okay. <laughs> and for anyone who's, who's just listening to that. Prim Slim was just rattling on the ground, making that noise. And he's very difficult to kill. Goodness gracious.
1: That's why I always make him a sheriff. <laughs>
0: I'm just scooting, scooting him across the floor as I try to kill him.
1: He's just sliding across the floor. It's very funny.
0: There we go. Dead. All right.
1: There's an achievement called Benevolent Leader. Reach maximum happiness in a large settlement. I do not have this achievement as I have not spent that much time in settlements since the beginning of the game. Yeah. But it is my understanding that this is one of the hardest achievements in the game, possibly the
0: hardest to I've get. Heard, I've heard that as well because that one's pretty grindy. I I, uh, I just started rebuilding a settlement, but even in the settlements that I had in my first playthrough, even though they were like fully protected and had all these different, you know, had artillery and all this Defense capabilities and all that jazz. Like they were still only around like 83% happy. Mm -hmm. Like they all had the food. Like what more do you frickin' want, people?
1: This achievement is grindy and buggy, and uh, people have had very wildly varied experiences with this achievement. Uh, Mm -hmm. But according to XboxAchievements.com, which is typically a very good resource for achievements, if you are having trouble with one. You need at least to have 20 people in the settlement, and you need Uh, more food, water, defense, and beds than you have people. Make sure that all your people are assigned to work. And when you're going for this achievement, you stay in the settlement. Leaving the settlement can cause happiness to drop, which is an odd little bug. (laughs) Like they miss you, I guess. You leave (laughs) and they're like, "Oh, oh, where's Rick, man? I wish Rick was here. Where'd he go? I feel so much better when is around. <laughs> so stay in the settlement when you're going for this. And they suggest spending a few minutes of active time in workshop mode and then sleep for 24 hours to speed up the process. Hmm. And if you're just close but not getting there, hundred percent happiness, decorations can help improve their happiness. So just, <laughs> you know, put up some nice pictures of kittens. You you're not going to kill Deputy Beagle, are you? Yep. You're the worst.
0: I am yes, that is the point. why is it so hard for people to understand that this guy's a psycho? <laughs> but Deputy Beagle, he's
1: our favorite. I killed I love Deputy Beagle. I killed Cheyenne. Yeah, but Deputy Beagle's our favorite.
0: Cheyenne's got both her eyes on the
1: same side of the of her head. Oh yeah.
0: I think that's actually fixed. But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> she is a mutated dog. Um If you want to hear an interesting story, or kind of a funny story you can you can check out i forget which episode it is with i think it's game over greggy i can't remember if it was a podcast or what but he was talking uh greg miller was talking about how that was the hardest achievement for him to get and he was he was even saying he's like i hung decorations everywhere and they were still like unhappy (laughs) so he definitely was uh having trouble with that one
1: yeah it sounds like everybody's really struggled with that that's probably going to be the last one i end up going
0: for (laughs) yeah that makes sense makes sense there's an
1: achievement called Gun for Hire. Completes 10 side quests. These have to be the named side quests, and there are a lot of them. So Oof. this shouldn't be a hard, hard achievement to get. Uh, there's an achievement called Mercenary. Complete 50 miscellaneous objectives. This is anything under the MISC section in quests in your data tab on the Pip-Boy. Talk to everyone to get these tasks and fetch quests. And also, you can check the Diamond City Bounty Board. There's one near Moe's Swatter Shop. SWATA.
0: <laughs> near the SWATA Shop. A bounty board? I never even saw that before.
1: <laughs> There's also one in the dugout inn, in that little hallway.
0: Oh, man. They sound fun. And
1: they give the same bounties. Okay. If you just need to grind a few of these, you can use Brotherhood Smoke Grenades. Because when you use a Brotherhood Smoke Grenade... It gives you a miscellaneous objective to get on the vertebrae, but where's the <laughs> fun in that?
0: Yeah, that's true. That that would be a bummer. Um, I have real quick. I have upgraded my uh, difficulty to very hard because normal was just getting too simple. Yeah. I want to have some like melee fun. So I didn't know there was a bounty board. Have you done any of those?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've picked up a few. There's one to clear out some ghouls from a subway and. Um, there was another one to go and get an item, I think.
0: Okay. Um, I've done a couple. So they're not like strictly hunter, bounty hunter board? No, things. it's okay. not.
1: It's just uh, object- miscellaneous
0: objectives. Wow, okay. Poo. Well, either way, I'm going to check that out now. That sounds so freaking fun.
1: Scavver is an achievement for gathering a thousand resources used for crafting. This is stuff in the junk tab. You don't have to have it all at once, just pick it up over time, so... Oh, that's nice. (laughs) If you're a hoarder like me, you get that pretty fast.
0: Yeah, I think that's among one of the things I've gotten. I spend a lot of time scavenging and and building.
1: What's yours is mine. Pick 50 locks is how you get that achievement. (laughs) Raise your lock pick skill as soon as you can. And I find it easier to pick locks on controller than mouse keyboard because of the rumble feedback. No. No.
0: <laughs> it's it
1: really helps. I, f- I get all weirded out when I'm using mouse and keyboard because I can't feel the feedback of, of how.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess... I, I do... That's one problem I have with, like, mobile games is, like, I miss haptic feedback. Mm-hmm. I completely overthrew that. That's oh, wow. A, I am really I bad at throwing dynamite. I up
1: when I use dynamite.
0: Well... I uh, I realize that VATS is very nice when it comes to throwables in this game. For sure. Yeah. Which, real quick, can we all agree that... We, oof, can we all agree that we miss being able to VATS throw things in Fallout 4? Yes!
1: We can agree that so much! Because... I'm... Yeah. What,
0: what really grinds my gears is... I'm clearly out of the way of a wall and I whip a Molotov cocktail and it blows up in my face. Mm -hmm. I hate the clipping sometimes in that game. It's so frustrating.
1: I find it also pretty hard to accurately throw grenades.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we only, we had vats. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't there an achievement that. And I
1: frequently accidentally throw grenades.
0: Oh, (laughs) um, not an achievement, but isn't there a perk that, I have to look this up, but I believe I could, I'm probably way off, but the explosives perk gives you like a arc or something.
1: Maybe that would be helpful.
0: I'm
1: going to check that out.
0: I can't remember if that's the, if that's true or not.
1: I'm going to check that out. Everybody check that out.
0: Yeah. So are you doing that now Wait. or are you going to do it later?
1: No, I'm going to do it later. Okay. <laughs> ah. Rob Co's worst nightmare is the achievement for hacking 50 terminals. <laughs>
0: That's like pretty
1: logic, cool. Raise your hacking skill as soon as you can. It's good to max those out. Yes. For the game. So you don't miss things.
0: Way early on.
1: And if you're having trouble hacking, I wrote a few notes on hacking here. Use the closed parentheses and brackets to get rid of duds before you even start guessing. Hmm. And when it tells you how many correct letters, those letters are in the same place in the word. So you oh. can just... You can use a sheet of paper to keep track or just spell the word you originally guessed, you know, as in comparison to the next word to compare them as you go down the list. And uh, those are, I, those are, seem simple tips. If you know how to do it, then you're like super annoyed at me right now. But <laughs> I went for a long time without knowing those tips. So I'm talking for those people that are like me that went for a long time without understanding that.
0: You know, see, what I do is I actually guess the first three guesses. Mm -hmm. and then if I don't get it I'll do the dud remover because sometimes you'll hit a replenish your guess Mm -hmm. and if you hit that before you make your guesses you just waste it. Yeah. So I figure I'll use I'll maximize my guesses so I'll get at the most six guesses instead of
1: also a legitimate
0: strategy. Yeah so that's what that's what I do.
1: But getting locked out of terminals is no longer permanent so it's really not a big deal to even go with that fourth guess you just wait a few seconds and try again
0: yeah 10 seconds I feel actually like,
1: i feel like that's super lame that's
0: yeah i don't i don't like that very much i mean it, it just kind of it takes away the stipulation for screwing up mm-hmm. i don't know why they chose to do that
1: i i don't like it i think it's dumb There's an achievement called Armed and Dangerous for creating 50 weapon mods. This is one that I'm going to end up having to grind late in the game, because I have not been modding my weapons. What? I've done like two or three weapon mods. Eventually, I'd like to make my Fat Man, the Arsenal of Democracy, into a Merv. Yeah. But, I've mostly just been playing whatever cool weapons I find, and not worrying about modding them out.
0: Man, I can't do anything but mod my... I love modding my weapons.
1: If you're not into modding, like me, the baseball bat has some of the cheapest mods. You can do a bunch of baseball bat mods, oh. costing you, like, only wood and a little bit of steel and stuff. See, so the, that would be a good way.
0: pretty sure this is why I don't like modding, because there's so many, like, hacky ways to get around it. hmm And I, and I, I don't know. I'm, I don't like doing that. Oh my gosh.
1: Wasteland <laughs> DIY. Craft a hundred items. <laughs> this is referring to food and Kens. Food is really useful in this game. Cook lots of food right away. It takes away the rads and it has buffs in addition to really good healing. I find that the food often heals me more than stim packs would. And this is probably a lot of the reason why I currently have 230 some odd stim packs in my inventory. <laughs> Cause I'm just noshing on the death claw steaks and the myler gauntlets and yeah, using food to raise my health.
0: That's, see, when I my first playthrough, I had that many stim packs, but all I used was stim packs. That's funny. It was just it was just really simple. Now, oh, they're all in one little space right here. Ah, oh, goody. <laughs> Look at that frame rate nine. go down to eighteen.
1: <laughs> it's like watching a slideshow.
0: Ah, bring up so. my bats. Um.
1: Vegetable starch is a craftable adhesive that you can create at the food station. That's very useful if you want an adhesive. And ammo for the syringer rifle Woo! can be created at the chem lab. You can also create super chems that are better than the chems you find. Buff Jet is a really good one. Isn't there a psycho
0: buff or something?
1: There's also Psycho Buff. Uh, fury is a good one. So there um, are a lot of things you can make at the chem lab too that c- contribute toward this achievement. Never go it alone. Recruit five steps. Separate-
0: oh my gosh.
1: Thirteen possible. And none of them are missable. Um, you just have to. <laughs> it's easy.
0: Sorry, you were breaking up there. What?
1: Um, recruit five companions for the Never Go It Alone achievement. There are, I believe, 13 of them possible, and they aren't missable. You just, you know, recruit them. It's very easy. You meet four of them very early by just following the story, and each faction has a recruitable companion, and you can do some side quests to recruit others.
0: Cool. I, um, I never go it alone, so.
1: Yeah. I like to, uh, I like to have companions.
0: I do too. I've been using dog meat in the second playthrough.
1: Dog meat's so good.
0: So, I, what I don't like about it is he's always whining. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I keep thinking he's in trouble or he's hurt or something of the sort. And it's not at all that way. So, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's kind of frustrating.
1: Lovable is the achievement for reaching maximum relationship level with a companion. And I thought this meant you had to complete a romance with that companion, but you don't. You just have to be their best friend because um, I got that achievement when I made best friends with McCready and we did not do the romance option. <laughs> um, but the achievement tile shows you like, you know, kissing somebody. So I thought that it was going to be
0: romance. Right. Yeah, I did get that. I, I, I weirdly got that when I failed my, uh, failed my attempt at being romantic. So <laughs> I thought that was like, well... Okay, weird. At
1: least you tried. <laughs> yeah. uh, dog meat doesn't count toward this one because he loves you at first sight. You have maximum relationship level with dog meat right away, and it never goes down no matter what you do.
0: Well, that's good. He's such a sweetie. He's loyal to the end.
1: So if you're having trouble getting this, just hang out with your companion and do things they like. Find a companion that likes your play style. Like, I I found that when I had McCready with me, I would steal things a lot more often because he liked it when I stole things. (laughs) And, uh, like, uh, Kate, um, likes it when you do drugs. uh, (laughs) Which is weird. Yeah.
0: Considering her background. Well, she
1: doesn't always like it when you do drugs, but when you meet Kate, she loves it when you do drugs. She also likes it when you're naked, which is odd. Hmm. And uh, I think uh, the ghoul, what's his name, Hancock? I think he likes it when you do drugs, too, which is, is very handy for me, because a lot of the companions really disapprove of drug use. And uh, McCready gets, like, mad when you get addicted to drugs. So I guess he just, I don't know, despises addiction.
0: Which well, is- I mean, makes sense. Not many people really like drugs drug-addicted fiends running around with him yeah but chalene well chalene
1: well um <laughs> so just you know find find a companion that likes your play style most of them are kind of goody two-shoes um Especially
0: so it's codsworth. not codsworth
1: yeah codsworth is total goody two-shoe I
0: hate codsworth <laughs> and,
1: Preston's a goody two-shoe. Mm. Um, Piper likes it when you pick locks. She loves when you pick locks.
0: I also want to mention, and I, I think a while ago I was saying how I built a tower, and even though I was on the top floor and I was walled off, whenever I got into <laughs> a quote-unquote stolen piece of power armor, that like Preston and Codsworth would be like, oh, sad. I and disapprove. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think what it is, is if you're on the same cell as them, Ah, that no matter still, where you are, as far as your altitude is concerned, that they will dislike your actions. I yeah, believe... and they
1: don't even have to be recruited to yeah. like or dislike.
0: Right. I believe that is the case. And that is why mine were like seeing what I was doing, even though I was above them. They were just on the same tile or something as me. I, I remember reading that somewhere. So don't hold me to that. I remember somebody in our Twitter feed, I think it was Captain Dumoc, who created a drinking game that every time Rick is wrong and <laughs> Shalene is right, uh, take a drink. And this is probably one of those where he should probably take a drink. Probably and
1: they all die of alcohol poisoning.
0: That's pretty much it. What was the other one he said? Uh, um,
1: anytime that you do something psychotic and then mention him.
0: Oh. <laughs> well. Because uh, he's
1: kind of your conscience, your podcast conscience. He
0: is. Um, he really, really is. And for those of you who aren't following me on Twitter. You should go follow me or Captain Dumac on Twitter because... Or both. You guys or, are
1: hilarious. You're yeah, both very funny. Our
0: little cat rant back and forth was, was uh, causing Chalene to not drive properly.
1: I was laughing. I was not using the phone. I was not still checking Twitter while driving. <laughs> but I was remembering the funny tweets and just cracking up and I parked stupidly at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let me tell you a little story about um, companion relationship level. Um, I, my garage, I was storing the power armor that I had in the garage at the red rocket. And, uh, I, it filled up. I couldn't even walk in there. I couldn't get to the storage cabinet. And I thought I've got to do something else about this. And it occurred to me that if I put it on the roof, Then I could jump off, I could put on my power armor and jump off, and it would do the rumbly thing when I hit the ground, and that would be cool. So (laughs) I built some stairs, and I was moving my power armor up there, Uh, and of course, you know, you have to put it on and move it up there. Yeah. So I would get into the power armor, and every time I would get into the power armor to move it up there, I moved like 17 suits of power armor I would get in and move it up there and I would get in and it would be like, Strong dislikes that. Paladin Dance likes that. <laughs> Make up And your by mind. the time I was done moving the power armor, Paladin Dance is like, we need to have a, a heart-to-heart. <laughs> he, he does this interrupt thing. I, he wasn't even my recruited companion but he was like, Hey, can we talk? <laughs> I think that's when he said, I'd like to speak off the record. <laughs> <laughs> he did see. <laughs> I, I, did,
0: <laughs> I did also think like Oh he listens
1: <laughs> So Paladin dances a listener to this show
0: They found some old holotapes Of what is this fallout off the record thing mm-hmm. <laughs> And when they put it in the Never mind um,
1: Anyway <laughs> Let's move on with the show
0: hmm? There's a show? We're doing a show? <laughs> We're doing a show I forget I wasn't paying attention Her
1: Yeah
0: Hui hui hui
1: there comes another one star iTunes
0: review. <laughs> <laughs> I I I've been able to pay attention a lot more in the show just because I'm literally just running around and killing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to pay attention to dialogue.
1: Um Fixer Upper is an achievement for building a hundred workshop items. And these are the things you build in the settlements, you know, chairs, mm-hmm. toilets, beds, whatever, walls.
0: Surprised um, they kept it. What the portraits of kittens. Oh. Um,
1: Yeah. What were you
0: going to say? Nothing. I was... Sorry, I got confronted by the... Whoa! Is that Inciaga wearing power armor? Yeah, that's... I don't remember seeing that. Oh! I think this is... I think this is armor that they took the servos out of. So, Mm -hmm. it's not actually power armor. Well, let's find out.
1: Hmm. So this is just a, a long block of silence for our audio listeners <laughs> while Rick bludgeons this NCR guy in the power armor.
0: I'm getting. There it. was actually oh. a little
1: NCR bear painted on the front of the power armor, which I thought was cute.
0: Yeah, poor poor uh, Gul Santa. Um, if I can figure out how to kill these guys, I'm probably drop. I'll probably drop the difficulty in order to do this.
1: Well, while you work on that.
0: Yeah, while I'm doing this.
1: Future retro is the achievement for playing one of the Hollow Tape playable games on your Pit boy And there are several of these that you can find around the map. The yeah. first available and the easiest to lay your hands on is found in Vault 111. In the cafeteria there you can find a recreation terminal and you just eject the Red Menace holotape from that terminal and it's in the MISC section of your inventory. The achievement pops as soon as you play the game so play for as little or as long a time as you like. Red Menace is a Donkey Kong clone. My favorite one of these is uh, Zeta Invaders because I've always been a, a Space Invaders fan. I'm <laughs> pretty good at Space Invaders, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, I used to always play in arcades.
0: See, I, so. I wasn't. Yeah, that's what this is. Okay, so
1: salvaged power armor.
0: So yeah, no power armor training is required, and the agility is minus that's two. That's cool. I don't remember that. Yeah, I've never seen this before. Now, I will also say that. Um, In our next episode, we'll be covering power armor because of the XO one and all this other new power armor coming out and what Mm -hmm. you can do with that. And we'll cover all the upgrades and stuff. But I also cover variant types. And I remember reading about this one, the NCR salvaged power armor, and that what they did was they took the servos out of the joints. So it's basically just wearable heavy armor that isn't exactly powered. So it needs no power source. So that's why it says there's no power armor training required.
1: It's very cool.
0: Yeah, I've never seen. I've as many times as I played this game in my three hundred plus hours. I've never ever seen that before.
1: Yeah, I'm tempted to. Except, uh, I'm not going to do it because I'd have to hook up my old Xbox 360. But I'm tempted to go see if I have any in my inventory. <laughs> Maybe I hope they make New Vegas backwards compatible because I'd, I'd like to bring my save over to Xbox One and, and revisit that game sometimes with uh, usable frame rates. Usable. Which, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, moving along. Yes. The harder they fall is the achievement for killing five giant creatures. Now, you have to land the killing blow for this to count, um, according to several sources on the internet. And giant includes super mutant behemoths and Mirelurk queens.
0: Ah. Does not include any sort of death claw variant?
1: It may. Um, I don't know. I haven't found any,
0: okay. any giant ones. Well, okay. No, I haven't found any giant ones, but I just meant like like a alpha legendary.
1: If you thing. find a death claw that's the size of a behemoth or a Mirelurk Queen, Run. she would probably be included.
0: <laughs> Gosh, could you imagine one that big? Look. I'd be so scared. It'd be terrifying.
1: <laughs> there are I think five behemoths around the map, and there are a number of, of Mirelurk queens as well. And basically here's a little cheat code for killing these things. <laughs>
0: Here we Stand go again. a little
1: ways apart, right? Stand, keep some range between you and your target. Use a fast-firing energy weapon and take jet. Jet is a cheat code for these large <laughs> creatures. Or you just skill. You can take so fast with jet. Yeah, but why would you use skill when there's drugs?
0: <sighs>
1: Who needs skill when you can just pop an inhaler of jet? Oh, you're going to kill Oliver? He won the lottery.
0: What? All right. (laughs) Must you ask that question anymore in this game? Everyone. Everyone's life is forfeit to my axe. Everyone's life is forfeit to Knock Knock.
1: Merry Christmas. There's this poor little crippled guy in here. I'm going to kill him.
0: Hey, I gained karma for killing a cripple. What a weird, weird game.
1: Isn't he a powder ganger?
0: Yeah. Oh, well... I'm going to leave those guys hanging.
1: Anyway, because that's crueler than killing them? Yes. These guys are going to tear you up. These guys are going to be rough. Yes. No. Legion guys. So, moving along. Ranger Core is for discovering 100 locations. There are well over 300 locations in the game, so this shouldn't be a problem. And just as a little side note, I really miss the Explorer perk that reveals all of the locations on your map.
0: Ah, I, didn't I always
1: take the explorer perk, and I like to go and systematically discover and explore each location. Uh, hmm. And that doesn't seem to be an option. Maybe it would just clutter up the map too much. I don't know, but I like it, and I'm very sorry that it's not there. Like I, I regret that. Um, I, that perk.
0: I I don't know. I I'd never really used it, even when it was available. Hmm. But a lot of
1: people don't like that perk. I also.
0: Well, I also feel like for some reason in Fallout 4, it's so much easier to find things in the map. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like I found so much of the map in about 100 hours of playing. And
1: I just like feeling like there's nothing I haven't missed. You know what I mean? Like, I like to go to each location and to know I have cleared each
0: of these locations. Oh, goodness, I never get that feeling in a Fallout game. <laughs> yeah. More so in Elder Scrolls games. I'm like, I know I missed everything. So I, I always have that feeling in Fallout Fallout 4, especially on second subsequent playthroughs. I always feel like I speed run mm-hmm. and I don't bother to like stick around and, and thoroughly check stuff. So I, I think I'm going to have to break my warrior's code of not looking up anything for my second playthrough and just mm-hmm. for the sake of time, just like, OK, where are the bobbleheads? Where are these things? Where are some cool stuff? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's no shame in, in checking a guide. I, I've never felt like that's a week's sauce thing to do. It's what's the difference in, in checking a guide and like, hey, you know, us having this conversation and talking about. You know, the cool things we found, except you're just seeing something that somebody found and put on the Internet.
0: Oh, it was never it was never uh, an idea of, you know, being weak or whatever. It was always just the idea of not being able to discover it for myself. I understand. Like it was like, uh, you know how you are with achievements is how I am in my brain with fake achievements where it's like, I found all the Keller tapes myself. But, you know, I still have. Yeah. One of these days, you're going to have to
1: go find the color tapes before uh, Fallout Fallout 5 comes out.
0: (laughs) Or Fallout like 10. What is hitting me?
1: So, Prince Not Dead is an achievement for reading 20 magazines. There are 122 magazines in the game.
0: These are often
1: found in quest locations, so just keep your eyes open and you'll get this pretty fast.
0: Okay, cool. I didn't know they were mostly found in quest locations.
1: A lot of them are. Uh, a lo- cool. Most quest locations have a magazine. There are plenty in, in random locations as well. But
0: Did you feel like this game gives you a lot of stuff very easily?
1: Yes, I felt that, okay. for sure.
0: Because you just play through the main quest. And you're like, wow, I've got power armor, minigun, bobblehead, <laughs> all yeah, this stuff I, in like the first hour.
1: <laughs> this isn't really the podcast that I think I should talk about this on, um, but... Another episode, maybe in the future, we'll talk about it in depth. But I feel like they, uh, like it was a mistake to get power armor right away with no effort. Oh yeah. Yeah, we can go into some more depth of that okay. at a later time. Pranksters' return is an achievement for placing a grenade or mine while pickpocketing, and uh, we did actually a little a little segment. On an earlier episode, like episode three or something, about the uh, psychotic prankster achievement <laughs> in Fallout three. Yeah.
0: So, this is an
1: homage to that achievement. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. I actually
1: spelled it with an M grenade.
0: Grenade. Grenade. So, that's funny.
1: I actually tried to do that reverse pickpocket a raider, um, a grenade. I was sneaking and I had gotten to this location. It was a, an old army location and I was outside and I could see this raider through the window and I was in sneak mode and I thought, I wonder if I can pickpocket him this, this grenade. And I was unable to do it because I guess my sneak was too low or something. That's funny. But I tried and it was fun. Oh, it says here you have to get the second rank of pickpocketing perk to get this. I have that in the notes
0: yes you do um so that
1: would be why i did not have success because i have neither rank of the pickpocketing perk
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) that would probably be the problem
1: yeah so there you go
0: i need help second
1: rank of the pickpocketing perk and then you can get that (laughs) moving along i feel so dumb now
0: yeah you should chalene because this
1: is my favorite achievement title here in maybe a long time maybe in all of achievements Masshole, <laughs> <laughs> for killing 300 people. That's pretty straightforward. That's funny. Animal control is for killing 300 creatures. This includes feral ghouls, mutants, mole rats, dogs, bugs, mire lurks. Home run is for getting a home run, and this one is pretty what? funny. I actually uh, I found this in Diamond City. I found this pretty re- around the time that I was writing this episode. There are four numbered baseball bases spread around Diamond City, home plate is near the entrance. You just run across them in order, and it pops when you cross home plate again. So you start at home plate, which is near the entrance. You just come down those main stairs, you know, into Diamond City,
0: Yeah.
1: and you'll see the home plate there. It's black, I think. And then you just go right and run down the alleys until you find first base, second base, third base, and yeah, come home it's a baseball diamond
0: that's awesome
1: and uh i i yeah that was pretty funny
0: that's really cool i had no idea
1: i found that on my john snow character on pc
0: what uh, did you accidentally find it or
1: yeah i was looking at it and i thought where are all these this is weird um <laughs> why do they have the number on them because i i didn't think it was weird that there were bases in diamond city but i thought it was weird that they had numbers on them that's funny and so I found them, and I, I looked for them all, and then I, uh, I just ran them, and there, there you go. Boom! That pretty funny.
0: <laughs> that is really funny.
1: <clears throat> They're not dolls. Is awarded for collecting ten bobbleheads. None of the bobbleheads are missable this time. Huzzah! Well,
0: finally. Only, like,
1: go ahead. I was gonna
0: say it only took till Skyrim to realize that we hate missable. Mm -hmm. bobbleheads
1: it's ridiculous only
0: till Skyrim but that's okay good on you Bethesda
1: (laughs) like with the magazines you just keep your eyes peeled in quest locations or any place that feels you know like it's a special area and you can always go back so don't stress too much about missing them Uh, there are a plethora of online guides for this so if you can't find them on your own you find you're missing one or two just check a guide their action figures is the achievement for collecting all 20 of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: they're not dolls, they're action figures.
0: As someone who was a avid collector of Foot Tall G.I. Joes, that phrase was uttered a lot. They're not <laughs> dolls.
1: That's funny.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I totally understand that. Uh, totally understand that sentiment. They're not dolls.
1: So there's some leveling up achievements. Born Survivor, Commonwealth Citizen, Unstoppable Wanderer, and Legend of the Wastes are awarded for reaching levels 5, 10, 25, and 50, respectively.
0: Nice.
1: And as the description for how to get this, I have written, just keep playing. (laughs)
0: Uh (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow.
1: Yeah, if if you're having trouble, I guess, get an XP if you run out of quests. Each faction has radiant repeating quests that you can do
0: continually. That is some solid advice, Shalene. Just keep playing. Just continue
1: to play. This next achievement is the last one that I have included in this list here. And it is Touchdown. This one's pretty straightforward. It's one of the funnier achievements, maybe the funny achievement of this game. And when I first read this achievement list... Uh, before it was released during Achievement Gate.
0: <laughs> achievement? Oh. I, thought,
1: <laughs> I thought it might entail some sort of a football mini game, But when I got the achievement, I was both surprised and chagrined. Because this achievement is awarded when you are killed by a mini nuke.
0: Oh, that's... Because I've...
1: it's shaped like a football. <laughs> I've
0: gotten that one before.
1: <laughs> a super mutant suicider also works.
0: I have, definitely I have... gotten that one
1: just recently gotten to a point in my game where I have the ability to kill a super mutant suicider without targeting his arm so I can actually harvest the mini nuke <laughs> and I think that is why the mini nukes are so rare in the environment what? because you can get them from suiciders rare my I have you like, have a lot of them
0: like a hundred or something
1: did you get them from suiciders or from just, just finding, finding them because I've got like six or eight. And I have, you know, millions
0: of, of everything else. Now I've got plenty of mini-nukes. So
1: maybe I'm just not finding them. I don't know. Anyways, that brings us to the conclusion of our Fallout 4 achievement discussion. Do you want to talk about our weapon of the week, or did you have anything more to, to talk about with achievements?
0: Uh, I just wanted to say with the achievements, I'm I'm actually glad that they've made them a touch less grindy. I'm sure that for some hardcore people like you... um that wish they were a little bit more, but I'm, I'm actually kind of glad they're not because that will allow me to, to actually to go after them all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. I, I was looking for the VATS button because on new Vegas, it's V and on mm-hmm. the other one, it's um, Q. Oh, she doesn't have a key. I can't get in there. I can't. Oh, I know how to get in there. Let's be all God Modi.
1: <laughs> You're going to just turn off clip.
0: Turn off. Clipping. That's awesome. And then turn it back on. Just oh, they disarm me when I walk in there. (laughs) Huh?
1: That's really funny.
0: It's okay. I got a frag grenade. Let's just toss that in the corner. For those of you watching, I'm in Camp McCarran. Oh, I'm in Camp McCarran. Ooh. (laughs) And uh, I clipped through the uh, door into the prison room to kill that bad guy in there. And it disarmed me when I walked in, so I just used a oh, frag grenade. Huh?
1: And we back.
0: And then clip back through. Where is my axe? <sighs> What's That's funny? What they do with my axe? And my axe. <laughs> yeah. It's,
1: there should be a locker with it or something. Oh, they're still adding oh, stuff. Oh, there it to is. Inventory. Okay. So there you go. Woohoo! Well, I uh. I like achievements a lot. That's no thats no new news to listeners of our show. But I don't like it when they're grindy for no reason. And some of the New Vegas ones really were. So.
0: Mm.
1: I like an achievement list to be attainable. There's nothing worse than finding a game that you fall in love with and want to go for 100% completion. And finding that there are some of these achievements that are so hard, you're just never going to get them. <laughs> you know, because... Like, I play a lot of video games, but that doesn't mean that I'm great at video games. Because I'm not. <laughs> and there are some that I just know I'll never get. Like, I, uh, I have all the achievements for Mass Effect 2, except for the insanity difficulty or whatever the really hard difficulty is. Yeah. And I just, I can't hack it. I just can't. It's not fun for me to play at that difficulty level. I could get through it if I wanted to. If I really focused and I could get through it. But... I would not enjoy the experience and you know, what's the point of playing a game that you're not enjoying games are for fun.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. So, so that,
1: I, I like this achievement list. I'm, I've been very happy with it.
0: And, and yeah, and that's just what I was saying. I'm, I'm happy that it's a little bit more achievable for people who don't necessarily want to plug hours away at, at it. Mm-hmm.
1: So. so you want to talk about our weapon of the week?
0: Let's talk about the weapon of the week. Um, our
1: weapon of the week this week yeah. is the, rolling pin I don't have one you don't have one No. okay well that's all right the weapon of the week is the rolling pin and I actually put this on our Christmas special episode because I was thinking of like baking Christmas, Christmas cookies
0: yeah our Christmas special episode that has nothing Christmassy about it Nothing
1: to do with Christmas
0: <laughs> maybe we'll make so, up for yeah. it in January
1: if we'll there's anybody still listening <laughs> The Rolling Pin (laughs) is a melee weapon that you can find in Fallout 3, New Vegas, and 4. It's a relatively weak weapon. In Fallout 3, New Vegas, it has a base damage of 3. In Fallout 4, it has a damage of 20.
0: I didn't know it had a base damage of 3.
1: In New Vegas, there's a special VATS attack called Lights Out, which does 125% more damage. Nice. Have you ever encountered mods, muggers... (sighs) In Freeside?
0: Yes. (laughs) Bless you. you. Yes, I have. And they are really weird.
1: They're so funny. In New Vegas, in Freeside, there's a random encounter where you might be set upon by Maude and her two friends, who are little old ladies in little dresses (laughs) with rolling pins. Is it random? I believe it's random. Or it it may be...
0: I always thought it was when you go into, when you're looking for the sex spot for the oh, Wrangler. it happens and, every time there then. And you come out of that, you come out of that place, that factory whatever. They're always whatever. there? I feel like they're there.
1: Okay. Well, I take back the randomness then. I could be wrong. They are an encounter that happens. Okay. And uh, I think it's really funny. And they actually inspired me one time to do a playthrough where I wore a dress and used a rolling pin. <laughs> And uh, I had a very high sneak on that character. It was, it was not easy, but I murdered a lot of people with that rolling pin. Anyway, in Fallout 4, the rolling pin is moddable, and it is also affected by the big leagues perk. Um, so you could totally just uh, knock somebody's head off with a rolling pin, which is something that I'm interested in doing.
0: <laughs> of course you would be. No, that it's, does that sounds pretty awesome, actually.
1: Yeah, right? Put on one of the casual dresses And just like you know Be a, a homemaker with a, with a good arm
0: <laughs> A homemaker it's, with a good arm
1: It's one of the rarest Non-unique weapons in the series So rare that many people Don't even realize that it is a usable weapon They think it's just a, a random item You can pick up Really? Yeah I found huh. that on uh, several forums So that's no, our no, weapon no. of the week
0: I did not know that. Sorry for that moment of silence. I was trying to kill a bad guy without dying. Uh, my concentration goes up when I'm dying. <laughs> as as, it, as should. it should. But um, I've gotten the rolling pin, and I believe in, New, in not New Vegas. I believe in Fallout 4 that you can actually mod the rolling pin. In, in what? Fallout 4.
1: You yes c- i'm sorry mod? now i was the one not paying attention
0: yes
1: <laughs> you can mod the rolling pin in fallout 4
0: leave her a one-star review well
1: let's not leave us any one-star reviews
0: yeah let's that's not leave us any one-star reviews um what what can you do to it do you have that
1: no i don't have that down
0: uh actually i think you can put barbed wire around it i think is one of the things probably or, similar
1: mods to the baseball bat
0: or I would razor think. blades isn't the bat have like razor blades or something
1: You can do razor blades on the bat, you can do nails on the bat, and you can do barbed wire on the bat. I actually have a barbed wire wrapped bat that I've named Lucille. Um, Walking Dead comics readers will recognize that reference.
0: See, my mind went to BB King's guitar. Yeah. (laughs) So that would be cool if we could get like a guitar weapon.
1: That would be so cool. I think somebody should get on that mod right now and, uh, and make a guitar weapon. And a Rick McVick character to carry
0: it. We need we need to to have a black cape with black um mat with a black eye mask. Who's this guy, Doctor Kemp? Like I've Batman? never ever seen him before. Huh? Like Batman? No, like El Kabong? I'm missing this. El Ka- what? Oh. I don't know what you're talking about, Rick. El Kabong. you. Don't, I don't know
1: what you're talking about. You don't know El.
0: Cab- okay. Do you know uh, Quick Draw McGraw?
1: Uh, that's, I've heard that term used, but I guess I don't know the origins of it.
0: So, Fallout Off The Record is looking for a new co-host. If you're interested, please email us at falloutotr at gmail.com, because I'm firing Shalene. Okay. No, um, Elkabong, we'll we'll start with uh, a little backstory here. We'll go a little Hanna-Barbera Off The Record. Hanna-Barbera, you know Hanna-Barbera? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Hanna Barbera is a cartoon maker, and they made a short with—I'm not really a short, but a sh- yeah, short cartoon with um, not El Kabong. What what's the quick draw McGraw? And it's like a donkey. No, no, no. no. What is he? A horse? He's a horse. Well, you
1: don't even know the, your own reference, really. He's a horse. So.
0: He's a horse that has a donkey sidekick. And he has an alter ego named El Cabong, where he wears a black Zorro cape, a Zorro mask, and a Zorro hat, but he swings around, and he hits people with guitars. Fascinating. It's awesome. So, I want an El Cabong character. What? What? What's your problem?
1: Oh, um, I'm sorry. I don't I don't work here anymore.
0: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> You can finish the podcast by yourself. I'm just kidding. Uh, Come back, please. Do you want to read some emails? Yes. In your in your hired. Actually, to be honest, the fallout off the record couldn't lose Shaleen. If we're really honest with ourselves.
1: Why, thank you. Haunted Panels writes, hey, guys, I'm a longtime listener, first time mailer. I want to tell you two. I'm really excited for a segment about the Commonwealth Companions. I think they bring a lot of life to the game with their small remarks and little sections where they butt into your conversations. (laughs) So I also have a question for you two. Who is your favorite companion so far? Mine is Curie. She brings such a naivety and curiosity towards the Commonwealth, just like me. Plus, she's a cutie robot. That could be a good fraction of why I love her.
0: I don't think I've met her yet.
1: I haven't either. I have not encountered. I've heard other people talk about Curie and how much they love her. But I have not encountered Curie, so I'm going to have to... I'm also looking forward to a uh, segment about Commonwealth Companions. As soon as we've found them all, we'll probably put that
0: together. Yeah, no, that's that's very much true. And that's kind of why we've been holding off on it, is we're still unfamiliar mm-hmm. with all the yeah. companions and how many there are and, and that sort of thing. I don't know if at this point they've all been found. I'm sure they have, but yeah.
1: Um, Let's see. I... uh. My favorite companion is probably MacReady. I really, I'm a fan of MacReady.
0: Hmm. I, I would have to say Kate for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also like Paladin Nance. Um, I might try to romance Paladin Nance.
0: Oh, mock sicker.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hate the I brotherhood know, in this game. But... So, real quick, you said that you did his first, whoa, that was fast. Holy crap. I have to save that for a replay reel. That was awesome. That was crazy. <laughs> I just like made four. I was not expecting them to die that quickly. Um, you did his first quest. Did you do? Did oh my gosh, my voice. Okay. Uh, did
1: it was n- it was not a specific paladin dance quest finding those guys.
0: Okay, fine. But did he talk to you about his best friend? Yes. Did he tell you what um, he did?
1: Yes. How could you and, still uh, be friends with him? Well. Should we be having this discussion not on the spoiler cast, or is it okay to talk
0: about this? I think it's fine to talk about. Okay, this because it's not. It's We're not... going to
1: spend about thirty seconds talking about something that Paladin Dance said,
0: or it's, maybe a it's, minute. It's part of his backstory.
1: Paladin Dance, his his friend was. They used FEV and turned him into a super mutant, and Paladin Dance, and I quote, put him down. Yes, and he was and still humanoid. Was he? Yes, I didn't hear that.
0: Oh, yeah like he alluded he to it
1: told me that he was a he was turned into a mutant and um to me that includes um, loss of humanity it's pretty rare for a mutant to be a mutant and still be like okay
0: that's I why I, that's why I've been so upset with Paladin dance that's why well, I stopped working with him
1: anyways I'm I don't know I don't know Rick if you oh. turn into a mutant
0: what I might do it what? <laughs> If I'm feral, (laughs) so we're looking for a co-host. He
1: said, "I asked him, like, was there anything that could have been done? Like, was there? Could you have cured him? No, there's no cure. So, (laughs) so if there is a cure, he didn't know about it, and uh, I'm not sure that he was wrong, and I wasn't there.
0: (sighs) He he killed his. Super hot
1: though, super hot.
0: He does look like George Clooney."
1: If you take the little hat off, he's, he's better looking with his His Snoopy hair. hat? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like his Snoopy cap.
1: I, I don't like the hat. What's up with the Brotherhood of Steel and ugly hats? They've got the him in the, the Snoopy hat, as you call it. And uh, Veronica had that horrid hood cause in it's, New Vegas.
0: Because it's a Snoopy cap.
1: I don't know, but I hate it. And I took it off of him. It's, and he has fabulous hair. Do, you,
0: do you, Okay, so Snoop, Snoopy cap is what the Apollo astronauts wore? Underneath oh, their spaces. Okay. Underneath their helmets, I believe. I think it was called a Snoopy Cap. I'm pretty sure it was. Um I'm not this
1: reference, but it sounds right.
0: Yeah, because he would wear it, you know, to not yeah. mess up as her.
1: Like uh like uh Snoopy would wear like his little aviator
0: hat. Well I think they called it a Snoopy Cap oh, I believe, because of the color scheme on it. I don't um, know. But I anyway I, I, anyway, I hate exactly Paladin
1: that. Dance's hat and I took it off oh, and I hate uh, paladin dance. I
0: like Paladin Dance
1: hate paladin uh, paladin so dance. far. I mean He's his these rather iconoclastic views of the Brotherhood, but we can work through it.
0: No, you can't. You need to kill we, them all now. Can. Kill them we all. Can. Kill them all. What?
1: Let me have my experience here, Rick. Let me have my fallout experience. And maybe I will end up breaking up with Paladin Dance and not having him around anymore. But I'll make that decision when it's time. And until then, he's my friend. Whatever. So you want to read another email, it's or do you want to? Have we have we finished talking about their questions?
0: Uh, yes, I believe named so. Named
1: our favorite companion and commented on. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's still listening to this episode,
0: <laughs> our non-Christmas Christmas <laughs> special.
1: Hey, out off the record crew! I just wanted to say that I discovered and loved the podcast. I'm currently at level 50, 240 hours played, give or take a few hours of AFK from falling asleep at the computer. (laughs) And as a Fallout veteran, I'm still amazed by the sheer depth and variety of experiences in this game. The companion experience is something I particularly look forward to, and Fallout 4 has been no exception. I do, however, have a few issues with some of the followers I've encountered thus far." (laughs) This is kind of a long email, so, but I'm going to read it all because it's good. First of all, this McCready character is lucky I hired him at all, considering how cocky he was when we first met. (laughs) He then does a total 360, I think you mean a 180, and gets all (laughs)
0: sentimental. I never caught that. I did read this email, but that is funny.
1: And gets all sentimental about his less than optimal ability to make good choices for his family. Coincidentally, during his companion quest, he asked me to accompany him to a place to get a thing, no spoilers. As it happened, we were already inside the place when this interaction was triggered and for some reason this fact didn't register with good old Einstein MacReady. So we had to slog around the wasteland for a couple of hours before he miraculously recognized the location (laughs) of the Then, on the final step of the quest, where we deliver the thing to the person, who will in turn deliver it to its final destination, MacReady delivers an emotional, heartfelt speech immediately after which he makes romantic advances toward Daisy the ghoul merchant. Less than five minutes later, he essentially makes himself available for a romantic relationship with me. Way to go, (laughs) Bob. You're a (laughs) dirtbag.
0: I like this. I like whoever wrote this email.
1: Me too. I got a kick out of this one. I also have no idea how I ever maxed my reputation with Kate. Having her as a follower was the most like being involved in an IRL relationship. After almost every interaction, I would look at the upper left corner of the screen only to see Kate disliked that or Kate hated that. In New (laughs) Vegas, if I even looked like I was going to shoot an NCR trooper, Cass would start cleaning her gun. I think she may have even reprimanded me once for making inappropriate comments to a cactus. My theory is that, given her backstory, Kate's self-image is so poor that her reputation mechanic actually works in reverse. I don't remember her liking anything that I ever did while we traveled together, yet she decided I was a worthy love interest immediately after my most recent disappointment. I'm still waiting for her to ask if the power armor makes her butt look fat. <laughs> I've recently been running with Strong, and I don't know what I did, but he's permanently stuck in stimpack distress position guess i'll have to reload an old save (laughs)
0: that's (laughs) a very (laughs) short
1: (laughs) (laughs) what have been some of your quirky or unexpected experiences with followers in fallout 4 love the show steve g
0: that is amazing uh man i don't i don't really think i have anything i don't think i really had anything weird happen with him i
1: think i've Talked about most of my companion experiences on the show um i shared this more for sharing it than for the question but i would like to say that um the companions do their little interrupts because you know they've reached a high enough level with you that they want to have a conversation this always happens in a bad time for me
0: (laughs) that's very true that uh, yeah that is that is actually yeah a thing
1: I'm going to use uh, Dragon Age Origins as an example here. In Dragon Age Origins, when you reach the level where your companions want to talk to you, they wait until you go back to camp. And then you, you go to camp and you're in a conversation with the person. But in this, like, with Valentine, right, we're sneaking through this, uh, this mutant-filled building. There's a mutant in the room with us right now. And Valentine's like, hey, you have time to talk? No! No, Nick, I don't have time to talk! (laughs) It's really not the time, Nick! And uh, I had similar experiences with McCready in a a room full of scents. We're sneaking, and McCready's like, I think we should talk. And just yesterday, I hit a point with uh, dance. I think where he wanted to talk was that yesterday. No, it was a couple days ago. We were in the Super Duper Mart, and there are ghouls in the room. We're sneaking, and he's like, "Do you have time to talk?" Or he's, "What did he say? What do you think of uh, what's the scribe's name? What do you think of this person?" <laughs>
0: I like I- it's,
1: it's not the time.
0: Hey, BT dubs.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Like, you're in the middle of picking the lock. Hey, hey, let me tell you a sob story.
1: I was picking the lock when he interrupted me. (laughs) I was picking the lock and he's like, hey, you have time to talk? I'm like really dance right now. I
0: I think the strangest things for me is like when I close an elevator door and I'm going and all of a sudden they go, and they're right there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like, how'd you get here? Um, And then they pull the nacho libre like, Secret tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I so like that. That's been it. Or when they glitch, like I close the elevator door and they're like in the middle of it, and they kind of yeah. go <laughs> <coughs> as I'm going walking, up. But they're not moving. Yeah, and they're just making like that clunk noise. Um, so yeah. Captain Dumak is gonna hate me <laughs> for this. He is. He really for is. people watching, Um uh,
1: playing Captain Dumock's drinking game.
0: I am in uh, <laughs> I am in Fallout 3. He's just become such an unofficial host. And I think he even has it on his Twitter. He said he's the unofficial host of Fallout OTR. And he really yeah, is. He's
1: always here in spirit.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm staring at three people in a cell in Vault 3. And I have a flamethrower. <laughs> what is a man to do in the situation when he has <gasps> caged ahead, humans?
1: Get it over with. We're almost done with the show. <laughs> That's so Evil. So, Rick has grilled some innocent people.
0: Oh, I'm grilling myself. Rick yeah, Lancer. Yeah,
1: character named Rick. Rick Lancer. Okay, you done? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to talk about, Rick, or are we done?
0: No, I'm good. I uh, I apologize for the... <laughs> The fake Christmas special with the
1: yeah, we we meant for it to be much Christmassier with
0: the ill ill uh, ill dressed Santa Claus, but mm-hmm. I promise that uh, we'll 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 follow up with this and we'll make it Christmas. Anyway, we'll make a new we'll make another Christmas special.
1: We are sharing our Christmas Eve with you listeners, so there's uh, an expression of our love yes. right there. Yep, and uh, let's let's get out of here and go. Go see our families. Yep. You can tweet at us, everybody, at Fallout OTR, at Rick McVic, at Shalene L. And we we love your tweets. Yes, We've been we getting a, a lot of great Twitter interaction lately. I feel like if you're not following us on Twitter at Fallout OTR, you're not getting the full Fallout Off the Record experience.
0: That's very true. That you can
1: email true. us your cool stories at Fallout O-T-R at gmail.com. We've been getting some really cool stuff to our email, a lot of great stories and questions and some fan fictions and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. So keep that coming. We love it.
0: We, have an, have a, we, have a, we even have an emailer emailing us a saga uh, mm-hmm. piece by piece.
1: <laughs> yes, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. And uh, screenshots. We've gotten screenshots and videos. We love all of it.
0: Yeah, we do. We Very, very do. Very much do
1: you can like this video and that really helps the show subscribe to our youtube channel and never miss another episode you can find our show on itunes and stitcher radio please leave us a review on itunes that helps the show too <clears throat> we like to shout out our five star reviewers this week we've got no name five zero 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 five Lols and lemons from the uk tannis also from the uk and J.W. Brashk. I don't know how to say your answer. J.W. Brashk. I'm just guessing here. That works. <laughs> Cooked on phonics did not work for me. We record live usually. Not today, but we record live usually on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us there next year at youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork slash live. And check out other great QGN shows that stream live to YouTube, including Elder Scrolls off the record, classic Elder Scrolls, Dragon Age off the record, Warcraft off the record, and the Dancing with Daggers ESO
0: stream. That's Thanks on for Twitch. listening, everybody. Just want to make note that that's on Twitch.
1: Yeah, is it on Twitch?
0: Yeah, they haven't moved it to YouTube. They've kept it on oh, Twitch. Okay.
1: So they're, they're still on Twitch, Dancing with Daggers, twitch.tv slash Network.
0: Mm-hmm. And that one's kind of the one I plug mostly because, well, we both plug it mostly. I'm going in circles because the, it, it airs right after Fallout off the record at 10.30. Mm-hmm.
1: So you can make Friday nights a QGN extravaganza.
0: <laughs> you can, yeah. yeah. Um, do you have a last word? Because I have a last word. So or Okay, you, go ahead. Since we'll switch roles here. Go ahead. So it's, it's one of my favorite lines. Bye, like.
1: everybody. Love you. <laughs> All right.
0: God bless the USA and nowhere else. Ha ha!